JD Talking Sports. It is Tuesday, April 25th, 2017. You can drop the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, subscribe on iTunes. All right. Yankees, Isaac, you can go now. Yankees, Mets, rained out today. Yankees were playing first game in Boston. Luis Severino was going to pitch tonight first Rick Porcello. That's going to be made up July 16th, doubleheader, day-night doubleheader. Mets rained out today. Cespedes was supposed to play his first game since missing three straight with a hamstring injury. Mets will make up that in a single admission doubleheader September 25th against the Braves. It was going to be Robert Gasselman versus Julio Tehran. Now, I don't like the single admission doubleheader. I know it's because, you know, hey, you know, we got to make more money. But you know what? It fucks over the fans. And I don't like when you screw over the fans. It's not cool. Not cool at all. I mean, you know what? Make it a goddamn true doubleheader. Let you buy one ticket. You see two games. And you know what? I mean, it's 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 a journey as it is. It's a, it's, They should be, get, be commended that they want to sit through 18 could be more innings. I mean, it, it's a long day as it is. Play back-to-back. This day-night shit sucks. Play all day. The players, hey, you know what? They take a little break. They take a shower. Boom, they're going again. It's kind of cool. Start at one, like the old days. You know, if you can do the doubleheader, you have every game at night anyway. Why not have doubleheaders so everybody can watch the games? You bring your kids. Your kids will go nuts. They'll run around the field. They'll, you know, they'll have fun and all that stuff. Do something like that. That's all I'm saying. All right, Mr. Porzingis wants to spend the rest of his career with the Knicks, but he wants to win. That's the most important thing to him. He's got two years left on his deal. He didn't like how Phil handled Mello. He said, I think there were some mistakes. Things could have... Things that should have been said. He's going to play for Latvia, the national team at the European Championships, first time in three years. Be going against Billy Hernan Gomez. Ryan has to be happy to watch two of his Knicks playing in the European Championships. Maybe if we're all lucky, maybe we'll go to the European Championships. It's going to be right around, right before training camp. And Porzingis says he's going to be spending all summer 24-7 in the gym, lifting weights and working out and working on his game. Well, we'll see. He missed uh, more games last year than his rookie year. Actually took a step back. We'll see if he can come back stronger. They need him. They need him next year. They do. Golden State, man, how about that? Swept Portland. Four zip. 128-103 last night. Curry had 37, seven rebounds, eight assists. KD got in the game. He had 10 points in about 21 minutes. They scored 45 in the first quarter. That is the most points they've ever scored in in a quarter in a playoff game. 72-48 72-48 at the half, up 33 in the third quarter. Damian Lillard led the Trailblazers with 34. And then tonight you have Russell Westbrook coming off three straight triple-doubles where he went 1-2 and two in those games. They're playing for the lives tonight. They're down 3-1 in Houston. You have the Clippers hosting the Utah Jazz tied 2-2 tonight. And you also have the Grizzlies, who won two in a row after losing the first two, in San Antonio, back at San Antonio, they're down. They're tied two-two. Maybe Fisdale uh, saying, uh, "You're not going to rook us," and him slam the table. You know, it got to him. Got to the players. And you talk about a a team, a Spurs team that won 61 regular seasons games. Kawhi Leonard is going to have to step up big, big, big time tonight. And Popovich, while he was in Memphis on an eight hundred fifteen dollar and seventy three cent bill, gave a five thousand dollar tip. I like to be a waiter just for that one meal. That's nice. That's a, that's a nice guy. Very generous. It was right near the arena. They said it was, you know, he, he wouldn't comment on it. But you know what? Not, he made somebody's day. Probably the guy quit his job right then and there. <laughs> and, and I love this one. LeBron said the go-ahead three, he 
hit over Miles Turner that led to the four-game sweep over the Indiana Pacers, which, let's just say this, Indiana Pacers in their NBA history had never been swept in a playoff series. First time ever this year. How about that? Well, they said it shouldn't have counted because he had a traveling violation. Kind of like, you know what that's kind of like? It's kind of like what golf just decided to do. I, I need to get... A, the players can now avoid penalty if rules violation can't be noticed with the naked eye, limits impact of TV reviews. Amen to that. Because Lexi Thompson got a four-stroke penalty on April 2nd at the, at the ANA Inspiration, a major, an LPGA major. She lost in a playoff. And someone watching the broadcast said she misplaced the ball in the green the day before, so she got a four-stroke penalty, which is fucking bullshit. And this goddamn stuff where people call it, oh, the NBA, hey, we made a mistake. You know what? They counted yesterday, and the, the sweep's over. But now we made a mistake, and we can't take it back. We can't have do-overs. The naked eye didn't see it. Tough shit. Stop giving me these stupid goddamn, you know, after-the-fact bullshit. And I'm tired of it. I'm really fucking tired of it. I'm tired of this, you know, after the fact. You know, it doesn't help. It doesn't bring back the game. We don't have a do-over. It doesn't make me feel any better. We still lost the goddamn game. Enough already. And thank God with this, the golf finally got the, got, got the, got the picture right. Because unbelievable that a guy can call up and say, you know, hey, uh, Lexi Thompson, you misplaced the ball. Uh, and uh, let's just take away this LP. Like, what the fuck? I'd be furious. Bullshit. Just bullshit. And Fred Hoiberg says... In game five, he's going to go with Isaiah Kanan as the starting, park, starting point guard because uh, Rajon Rondo's still not ready. Maybe ready game six. He's going to start Kanan, who played 34 minutes in game four against Isaiah Thomas. That did all right. I mean, Isaiah Thomas was still plus seven in the fourth quarter. You're not going to really stop Isaiah Thomas. And he's stopping over. He's starting him over ex-Nick, uh, Jerry and Grant. And Michael Carter Williams, who went to Syracuse, you know, I remember Billy Owens. I thought, I thought Michael. Now Michael Carter Williams went left too early. A lot of these guys leave because they hear they're going to make the millions. And he's not been a great pro. I think if he would have stayed at college, Williams, he might have worked on his shooting a little better. And you can't learn to shoot in the pros. You got there's things you got to work on in college. And he's been an okay. He's been on a lot of teams already. I mean, he was drafted high Philly. What is this? I think this is his third or fourth team. Well, Hoiberg is, you know, he's, he's reaching for anything. You know, I mean, come on. They, they won the first two in Boston. I thought they were going to put him away. They lost the next two in in, the, in Chicago. He doesn't have Rondo anymore. Isaiah Kanan isn't going to score. Grant's a better offensive player. I don't know. I think they're going down at six. I think this series is going to end quite quickly. Unless Jimmy Butler and Dwayne Wade get hot. And you never know, but I don't think so. I think... Uh, I think the Celtics are playing. Got too much pride. And the Jazz, when they tied it 2-2, they won the game in Utah. First home playoff win since 2010. How about that? First. And Rudy Gobert, who with a knee contusion, I thought he was going to be out for the whole series, 15.13 rebounds. And Rajon Rondo, who said he didn't trip Jay Crowder with the NBA, he thought differently. They find him 25K, which they should have. You know what? And what the hell was that suit with the sleeveless suit he was wearing? Looked terrible. Looked terrible. Just, you know. And then and then he got Steve Kerr. Listen, okay. Golden State sweeps. Portland, 3-4, games 3-4, and four, Steve Kerr, who had back surgery. After they won the title in 2015, he had two back surgeries. And such bad pain with the back and neck. Barkley's saying if, he, if, he, if he's not healthy, he shouldn't coach anymore. Well, Mike Brown with LeBron, they went to the finals, got swept by the Spurs, and then was coach of the Lakers. He's taken over for Golden State. The players like him. He's no Steve Kerr, but I'll tell you, man, that kind of sucks, right? Going to be interesting if he can come back. And LeBron, man, Le- LeBron's not even up for MVP this year. He he increased best career highs in rebounds and assists almost nine a game. 
He's now number four in most field goals made in playoff history with Kobe, 2014. 52-0, LeBron's team when they take a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter. And LeBron has never lost a first-round series in his 12-year NBA career. And he helped Paul George to a series low 15 points in game four. Amazing, right? Freaking amazing. And this was the fourth time the Pacers have been eliminated by James in the last six years. Pretty good, right? <laughs> and Raptors are tied with the Bucks. Oh, Raptors are up 3-2, going for the cl- clinching win. That game is tomorrow. They blew out the Bucks in game five. I still I don't I think I don't think anybody's going to catch the freaking nobody's going to catch nobody's going to catch the Cavs I think the Cavs are just too damn good UNC I was going to talk about well Tony Bradley who's number two on Chad Chad Ford's big board Joel Berry the second and Theo Pinson Theo Pinson it kind of reminds me of Danny Green he can fill up the whole uh, box score I like him they all declare for the draft but then. Joel Berry II, who was most outstanding player at the Final Four this year when they beat Gonzaga in the final, he decided to go back, return for a senior, which I think is a good idea because there's too many point guards in the draft as it is. Tony Bradley, really talk about one year. There's the Zach, Zach Collins from Gonzaga, who they're talking, everybody's high on. People love size. I think Tony Bradley could definitely use some seasoning in the NBA. Yeah, I definitely could use some seasoning. And then he got a guy like Hamadou Diallo, who didn't even play, the kid from Haiti who went to uh, Kentucky, didn't even play this year, and he is going into the draft. There, it's all, it's all, a lot of it's just on your projection. You're projecting. It's on the, the ceiling. You're thinking, a lot of, I, I, I feel like kids who stay in school four years are almost, uh, it's a negative, where I feel like, you know, there's guys who stayed four years with captain everything. It's ridiculous. Now, you know what? They don't allow you to leave until after three years after college. You have to at least be in college three years for football. Basketball, one year you're done. It used to be right out of high school. And this is the thing. NBA draft this year, a record 182 players entered the draft early, up from 162 last year. They have until May 24th to withdraw. How many players get selected in the NBA draft? J.D., I I don't know. How many? How many? Uh, 60. So you're telling me a hundred, I don't care if even a hundred stay in, are all, I mean, are these kids nuts? I mean, unless I'm giving a, and then they're screwed. They're screwed. These kids don't have anything to go back to if they keep staying in the draft and they don't get, you know what? They can go. Okay. I think if they don't get selected, no, I think once you're in the draft, you're in the draft. I have to check into this, but I think once you're in, if you don't get, I think if you don't get selected, don't hire an agent, you should be able to go back to school. But I'm not 100% sure on that. i got to check into that. But I feel like with any, like the kids in college football who go pro, who enter the draft and don't get selected, their college careers are over. They really have no, no options out of that. At least they can go back and get their degree. I feel like these kids should be able to go back to school. If you don't get drafted, you should be able to go back and get a second chance. Get your degree, anything. It'd be good. And the Mets just came off a three-game sweep. They've lost eight of the last nine. They're five and a half games by, behind the Nationals. National 13-5, tied for best of the majors now. Did they play last night? I don't think they played last night. That's what I wanted to check out. The Nationals. I think they were off last night. It's crazy. They're both both rained out today. The Nationals are playing. 
Huh. Oh, they lost last night. They're 13-6. They, they had a seven-game winning streak. They lost last night. They play the Rockies tonight. And they lost last night. Yes, they did. Was 8-4 last night. Ended their seven-game winning streak. You know what? I love looking to see what Bryce, Bryce Harper does. Nope. No. Bryce Harper went into the game, went into Monday's game batting 400. And he went... Oh, they gave him the day off. He said, oh, came in as a pitch hitter. He's down to 394. But Daniel Murphy hit his third home run at Grand Slam in the Sunday, the game that went Sunday. Max, Sur- Max Scherzer came in to the game 12-0 in his last 13 starts for the NL East. Well, he won. 3-1, what a shock. But Murphy, 386 batting average, 8 home runs, 25 RBIs in 22 games versus the Mets. The Mets fell unbelievable. The Mets are now 8-11. and and against the Nationals, they are 10 and 30, 27 in the last 37 games at City Field. 8 and 17 since versus the Nats overall since 2015. 7 and 15 their last 22 games. But Conforto hit a home run. He's at two, leading off. Went three for four. He's in the shit out of the ball. As Jubal Cabrera went to the game with a 282 batting average, but he's, he's, he's a little nicked up. And seven for eight with runners in scoring position. And the Yankees, hey, Didi's on course to come back. Ronald Torres has been great as as a fill-in, 293 batting average. Matt Holiday, 2 for 24 with 9 Ks. Gardner since, remember that collision April 12th with Ricky Weeks of Tampa Bay? He's 2 and 24, two for 24 since then. And Gardner, Holiday, and Bird, 1 for 19 after going 0 for 3 on Sunday. Not good. And they lost Sunday to Ivanova, who gave up a run over 7 innings. But Jordan Montgomery said he didn't have his best stuff. Still went 6 innings, 7 hits, 2 runs. One on one with a three seven eight ERA. CC, you know, you know what? They lost two or three to the Pirates on Friday night. CC gave up two home runs. They said his velocity was down. They lost two or three over the weekend. And Gary Sanchez has the number nine selling jersey in all of baseball. He's even ahead of Mike Trout. How about that? Now I love this. The Braves food. They have a food stand at SunTrust Park. Thank you, Peter King. The internet intentional walk. That's what I almost said. International intentional walk. I love that. Love it. And Braves first baseman Eric Thames. They brought him over from Korea. Been playing the last couple of years, hitting the shit of the ball. But they're saying Korea, you know, not as good as Major League Baseball. The dude has 10 home runs this year. Seven of them against the Reds. Five straight games he's homered against the Reds. I don't care. 379, 10 home runs, 17 RBIs. And Madison Bumgarner, he apologized to his teammates. Definitely not most responsible decision I made. Dude, you can ride your dirt, you can ride your motorcycles, but to put your career, you, that's your arm is everything. And do, how much, we don't know how much damage, you know, it could destroy him for the rest of the year. He destroyed the Mets last year, destroyed the Mets. Unbelievable. I, I just don't get it. I mean, that's your livelihood. I mean, if that's your livelihood, dude, when you're finished playing, do whatever the fuck you want. But when you're playing, you know, I know you got to have blow some steam. We all do it. We do stupid stuff. That was a stupid thing. And Jeter and Jebediah Bush led a group to purchase the Marlins for $1.3 billion per the Miami Herald. Now, there's multiple investors in this group and I think Jebediah is in part of the majority of the money I don't think listen Jeter only made only 265 million a little bit yeah a little bit won 265 million in a 20 year career he won five world series lost two and when you think about it there's not very form a lot of a lot of former major league players that are owners 
And since 2002, they've been owned by the New York art dealer Jeffrey Loria, who got the city to buy, build that monstrosity at that beautiful stadium, this asshole who's destroyed the team. They haven't reached the postseason since 2003 when they won the championship over. Didn't they beat the Yankees in 2003? Yeah. And current, and they haven't made the playoffs since, which is the longest current playoff drought in the National League. They can't wait to get him out of town. They said he, and after they won 2003, total fire sale. He has, he's an asshole. He is not a good owner. I think they have, they have potential to be good in the future. And Orioles today, 13 and 5, 5 and 2 the last seven. How about the Orioles, man? Playing some good ball, man. Playing some good ball. But Yank, Yank, yeah, hey, Yankees are only Yankees are over five hundred. Yankees are eleven, not bad, eleven and nine. No, wait, I'm sorry, not eleven and nine. Yankees are eleven and seven. Baltimore's thirteen and five. Baltimore has is it amazing? Nobody. Oh, Colorado's Colorado's fourteen and six. I know Colorado's playing that well. Orioles have won five of the last seven. They're talking about. Oh, we got a little football. Giants are talking about them going after McCaffrey. Perfect fit. They're saying. Well, Panthers too. Everybody's a perfect fit. He's a home run guy. Touches the ball. He can score. Punt returns. Kickoff. You name it. Really more punt returns. But I, I watched that Rose Bowl. Just took off two years ago. Two, just, wow. Just like blue. Blew the side, and that was Iowa had a good team coming into that Rose Bowl. Blew, blew them away. Also, they picked up OBJ's fifth year option. He's on a four ten point four million dollar contract. He's going to make one point eight this year. Well, he only did last year one hundred one catches, thirteen hundred sixty seven yards, ten touchdowns. Pro Football Focus has him number twelve out of one hundred fifteen wide receivers. And Legarrette Blunt could be a giant. They said they're mutual. In, they have mutual interest in signing. Him. 2016, 1160, 61 yards. That's good last year. Almost four yards a carry, 18 touchdowns. You know what? They haven't had anybody since Brandon Jacobs. I know my buddy Harris would love him to become a giant for the G Men. Jets, Peter King thinks that Cleveland will trade up to the number six pick in order to have the uh the chance to select Mitch Trubisky from Chapel Hill, baby, UNC, for the twelfth, thirty-third, 181st pick. And I've read that the if that would happen, that the Jets would go after O.J. Mayo, the tight end from Alabama, and they haven't had a tight end since Mickey Schuler, and Mickey Schuler also went to Alabama. Hey, you never know. That'd be good karma. And the Jets have until May 3rd to re- decide if they want to pick up the fifth-year option on safety Calvin Pryor. Hits hard, but too inconsistent. Let him go. I don't know. I just, I'm not impressed with him. I think he hits hard, but he makes a lot of bad plays. And Sheldon Richardson, he's going to make $8.1 million, guaranteed. Nobody wants him. He's too talented. wasn't playing out, playing out of position. They weren't using him right last year. Somebody's going to get him, and he is going to destroy the Jets when he comes back. It's going to happen. Mark my words. And Warren Sapp says, Miles Garrett's, he says, a lazy kid that makes four plays a game. He says, doesn't see him from this kid. Mike Mayak says he is Von Miller, 20 pounds heavier with the same speed. Now, think about a bigger Von Miller. We shall see. And teams two through seven, in the draft, including the Niners, that includes the Jets, are looking to trade down on Thursday. And, I mean, Mike Mack, think about the job he has. You know, he does one mock, mock, mock draft, one mock draft to the, tomorrow. Then he gets to do 
NFL Draft Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And he loves his job, man. The research he puts in, he loves what he does. He's awesome. And I've been to the draft. I saw Blair Thomas get drafted. It went on forever. I think it's a, it's a, it's cleaner now than it was. It, it felt like the day went on forever. And I remember some guy threw a quarter down from where we were up above at the Raiders. And a guy goes, you got to go now. And I was like, I didn't do anything, man. I, and it wasn't me. Some, and somebody vouched for me. But they were going to kick me out of the draft. People were throwing stuff. It went on forever. We got there like crack of dawn. I mean, it's changed a lot now. Philly, it's going to be crazy. Those fans are nuts. It's going to be exciting. They're saying Jamal Adams, the cleanest player in the draft. That's what they're saying. This draft, there is so many players with red flags over them. And it's interesting. Gil Brandt, he's doing his 58th NFL draft. He said that this draft has depth, but he says the poorest selection of offensive linemen he's ever seen in one draft. He says just there's depth, but he says the quality is not good. Not good at all. He said the poorest select. I mean, that's just crazy. 58th NFL draft. And Jabril Peppers, who people love. There's a big, you know, love, hate him. You know, there's a big, well, he tested positive at the combine for a diluted sample. Same with Alabama's Reuben Foster, linebacker from from Alabama, who I just said. I just repeated myself. Well, Peppers has a history of cramping, and he was ill after flying from San Diego to Indianapolis. He said he drank 8 to 10 bottles of water. Also, he was the first athlete to run for both linebackers and defensive backs. Somebody's going to get him. He's going to drop to somebody, and it's going to be like, look what I found. That's what it's going to be because he's going to play. He's too, he's too talented. And AP, Adrian Peterson, is now a saint. Not good for uh, Mark Ingram, who just ran for 1,000 yards first time in his career. Had a great year. Two-year, $7 million contract. I don't know if Ingram has to be crazy, you know, crazy worried because – Peterson played three games last year. Last full season was 2015, where he ran for almost 1,500 yards, 11 touchdowns. 32, 10-year career, 1,000-yard seasons. He's done that seven times. He's done a 2,000-yard season once. You know what? It's always good to have depth at running back. He'll look good in the Saints uniform. I don't know how much, I don't know how much he has left in the tank. He always comes in great shape, but I don't know. And, and um, it'd be nice for Breeze to have... Uh, Somebody to, well, you know what? He, he had Ingram last year, and the offense was fine. The defense sucked. They couldn't stop anybody. So what does it matter? I mean, I don't know if they're going to be any better this year. And they gave up Brandon Cooks, who was a great wide receiver. I mean, they had the rookie out of Ohio State, whose name escapes me right now. But, you know, I mean, the offense is good, but the, they really got to work on defense. I don't, you know, I mean, unless they score outscore everybody 42 to 40 every game. We'll see. I mean, he hasn't played a full season since 2015, Peterson. Yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. And Ruben Foster is not invited to the draft due to his incident at the Combine. He got into an argument with one of the nurse, her, the hospital staff. It was taking too long. He kind of snapped. They kicked him out. He's not going to come. And then also another potential first-round pick, cornerback uh, Garyon Conley from The Ohio State. Also won a 10 because he just got charged with rape allegations last month in a hotel in Cleveland. And I was thinking about this stuff. Not that I'm not that, hey, if it's, it's allegations. I don't know if it's true. But these young kids, you know, I read an article about Cook out of Florida State, the running back. He grew up in like one of the toughest areas in Florida. These are young kids. And the things he did in college, you know, whatever. You know, we, listen, I didn't grow up in that world. But I did a lot of stupid shit when I was a kid. Drive without a license. Did all, we all, everybody does crazy stuff. You just don't get you don't get arrested, you know. But there was crazy stuff I did that could have. And and you know you're young, you just do it. You don't think. That's why you're young. 
You 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 you're immature. You're not you're not old enough yet. Now, I just but these guys are acting crazy right before the draft. I feel like guys, get your shit together. I think Cook is get. There's a lot of flags with uh, Dalvin Cook, and I think bullshit. I think he's going to be a good player. I think he's got him. You know, he ended his career on a high note. You, I know there's red flags from what happened earlier, but I think he. Hey. I know everybody's a little petrified after what happened with Aaron Hernandez, but Aaron Hernandez, I think it's an isolated case, and I don't think everybody's like that. I think you've got to give these guys a chance. They're young and they do stupid things. And Jay Cutler said he's a free agent, never has mentioned retirement, wants to play per, per Adam Schefter and linebacker Daryl Washington, reinstated by the NFL, suspended since 2014 for substance abuse and assault charges. This guy, when he was playing, was a t- tackling machine. Now, I don't know how you come back from two years of not playing. And he is not a spring chicken. I mean, God bless him if he can. But, man, it's just amazing how, you know, you just, you know, you it's a slippery slope, man. Once you start making, you start doing stupid shit, it, hey, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm, I've made a lot of mistakes. But the money these guys are making, man, you got to be smarter. You just have to be smarter. Especially before you get drafted. I know we make stupid stuff, but why right before the draft? I mean, this is it. You've worked your ass off to get to this point. And why? It drives me nuts. Browns, three first-round picks last 10 years. Brady Quinn, 2007. Brandon Whedon, 2012. And Johnny Manziel, 2014. None have panned out. And I remember Brady Quinn. I thought, you know, with the lineage he came from, you know, we grew up in Ohio, you know, did he put, yeah, Ohio football, Notre Dame. And then it built like a Greek god. And I just, Brandon Whedon, eh, I never thought of anything. And Manziel, and that game against Alabama in college, just likes to party too much. You got to decide what you want. You want to play basketball or you want to party? That's what you have to decide. And Browns have talked with three teams about trading up from the number 12, trading up from the number 12 pick. Jets, Jets. And DeMarcus Ware signed a one-day contract to retire as a Cowboy. And Pat's unlikely to trade Malcolm Butler or Jimmy Garoppolo. Come on, of course not. They need Malcolm Butler. You need, you need defense. They lost Logan Ryan. They need guys in the second. They need guys they can count on. And running back, restricted free agent running back, Mike Galisley, Bills decided not to match the two-year $6.4 million offer sheet. He is going to be a Patriot. I think he's a good pickup. Guy can block. I'm telling you, they have all these guys. They got uh, Burkhart from the was playing last for the Bengals. I think they're going to be a good team. They are going to be a good team. How are they not going to be a good team? I mean, God damn it, Jets are never going to be a good team. And look at the freaking Patriots just keep doing smart shit. That's what I'm talking about. Why can't you know what? Every franchise should look at how the great ones, the great programs are run. The Spurs, hey, and this is a bump of the road. Two two right now. They'll write the ship. They should beat Memphis. Patriots. Look, he's got Tom Brady who wants to play another five to seven years, and he's got Garoppolo to back him up. And he doesn't keep Garoppolo. He'll, he'll trade him and get draft picks for next year, and he'll just keep increasing and cre- getting better and better and better. Now, what do you think about this? The Raiders' day three picks will be will be from the iconic Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas sign. Now, it's cool for the fans in Vegas, the new you know where they're moving in a couple years, but it's not cool for the Oakland fans. I mean, it's just like another stab in the heart. I mean, I'd be like pissed, you know, and what's it going to be like this year in Oakland? Those fans are freaking loyal as shit. I think it's cool for people who want to travel to see games, but I think for the home fans, it sucks. Here's another one. 
wide receiver Martavis Bryant, who played great two years ago, conditionally reinstated by NFL after one year substance abuse suspension. He'll be monitored for compliance with substance abuse program. And they had a good team last year. They made the AFC Championship game. If they would add him, that's what I got to think. You know, I mean, listen, I think a lot of it is the weed shit. They should let him smoke weed. Who gives a shit? It's better than dropping, popping pills and shit. But they got to do something because, you know, you have to decide. Do you want to play or you don't? You want to play or you don't want to play? And you know what? They're not going to make it legal now, so you got to figure out something. If you like to smoke your weed, then don't. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Find out, smoke it during the off season. We're not going to get tested. Just be smart about it. Northwestern re-up with both the football and basketball coach Chris Collins extension to 2025. He's 73 and 60 in four years. They lost second round of Gonzaga on that goddamn terrible non-call on the goaltending. Who knows if they would have won it? But I'll tell you. Momentum was on their side at that point. And head coach Pat Fitzgerald, the football team, got a contract extension at least 10 seasons, 77 and 62 in his 11 years. Last two years, 17, 17 to 9. Consecutive bowl trips, last two years. Seven bowl bids in the past nine seasons. And he won the pinstripe bowl last year over Pittsburgh, 31 24. I love Fitzgerald. I love him. I love when he played. And I love him as a coach. Hey, Northwestern keeps winning, man. They be, might become the new Duke. Everybody hates him. I don't hate him as much as Duke, though. I don't think I ever will. No, Duke will always be up there, tops for me, top shelf. And I love this about goal. I love this. Kevin Kevin Chappelle made an eight-foot putt on Sunday to win the Texas Open by a stroke, his first PGA Tour win in, a, in his 180th career start. Now, you bust your ass for that long, and you win on your 180th career start. That is life-changing money. It, first of all, gets you exemptions. It gets you into tournaments. It gets you into the majors. I love when I read stuff like that. I get excited. I really do. I think that's awesome. Now, Serena, number one in the WTA, eighth time reaching top spot. And Ily Nastase saying about his ki- her kid being, is it going to be chocolate or white? What, what color it's going to be? Totally uncalled for. It's 2017. Everybody can get married. There's no discrimination. I just feel like, really? He said he was making a joke. She didn't. She didn't think it was funny. I don't think it's funny. I think it's kind of disgusting. I think you're ignorant. I think it's pathetic. I think it's despicable, sad, disappointing. That's disappointing. You would think, you know, and that's that's when you need to take take a shut the fuck up pill. You need to take a shut the fuck up pill then. And Dale Earnhardt Jr., he's 42 years old. He says he's going to retire at the end of 2017. Two-time Daytona 500 winner. He won in 2004. 2014 when he won... It was freaking awesome. I, I had chills. I was so pumped to watch. I love watching racing. I know they say it's a, you're, you're just making left turn. I think it's awesome. I think that they could drive the cars that fast. He's been most popular driver 14 consecutive times. His dad was killed. I remember that race at 49 at Daytona. He wants to be part of the future. He doesn't see himself detaching from the sport. 18 years racing. Never won a series title. Best finish this year was fifth. He's 24th in the standings. Now, he's had two concussions the last four years, missed 18 races last year. He is, and he's just a good guy. He just got married last year. You know, he just, you know, he looks like he has a good time. The fans love him. When he won that in 2000, you saw how pumped he was. I know he's never won a series title, but he represents the sport well. He's a good old boy. I remember I saw, uh, I saw his house in Cribs. Uh, it's like a dance club in the basement or something, like a full-fledged dance club. It was kind of cool. He does the commercials. He just he's like he's like the Brett Favre of, of uh, race car. Just a good 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 guy, guy you could hang out. I don't drink a beer, but I could hang out, have my club cranberry 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 and sl- club soda, and hang with him and just be like, you know what, good dude. 
Good dude. He's a big Redskin fan, too. He's not happy what they're doing with Kirk Cousins. And Tyson Fury, former heavyweight champ, is eyeing a July return. Now, I don't know if he's been reinstated by the Boxing Commission. Hasn't fought since upsetting upsetting Vladimir Klitschko in November 2015, which was one of the worst fucking fights I ever saw in my life. And then he serenaded his wife with Arrowsmith after the thing. Anthony Joshua is going to fight Klitschko at Wembley with like 90,000 in attendance. I'm excited for that fight. I don't even know if it's pay-per-view or it's on TV. I'm, I'm pumped. I want to watch that fight. But Tyson Fury, that fight against Klitschko was torture. Torture to watch. Just freaking torture. And how about this? Joe Thornton, the Sharks of the San Jose Sharks, played the last four games of the first round series, which they lost to the Oilers 4-2 with a torn ACL and MCL. I don't know how the hell he played. He's going to need surgery, and he's a free agent this summer. But I would say a guy like that who play, now, you know, you have to worry about him for the future, but a bad, that's a badass. Hockey players are bad, bad, badasses. He didn't play till game three, suffered injury on April 2nd. And unbelievable. I mean, coach said how, how tough he was. Well, that's tough as nails, my friend. Islanders are going to play Ottawa. Ottawa beat the Bruins 3-2, I think on Sunday. Yeah, on Sunday. They won uh, on a power play overtime goal by Clark MacArthur's. And also the Caps beat the Leafs two games, 2-1 to one, in overtime to win the series four games as two. All games were decided by one goal. But the guy I want to talk about, Austin Matthews, scored in the last four Games Four goals in the series. The Leafs this year took a 26-point leap in the standings. Austin Matthews, over 40 goals this season. Number one pick in the draft. Kid from Arizona. Lived up to the hype. They're going to be good. We need a Canadian uh, We need a Canadian champion again. We do. And I. And the, it's good for hockey. If the Canadians are good, they lost, they lost to the Rangers. Rangers are going to play the Senators next. But if the Canadians are good and the Maple Leafs are good, that would be awesome. I like, I like, to, see, I like to see the Canadian te- teams play well. And I love hockey. It's a good time. This is when hockey's awesome. It's a really good time to play hockey. All right, folks. Now, oh, do we have trivia questions for tonight? Trivia questions. All right. Last night's trivia question. Last last podcast. I'm sorry, I didn't do it last night. I know it's been a while, but JD's back. He's excited. Excited. Okay. It was a true-false question. Has the University of Virginia played in an NCAA men's basketball championship game? No, that's false. They've made 20 trips to the tournament, nine Sweet sweet 16s, but never have made a championship game. Who knew? And they had Ralph Sampson all those years. Never made a championship game. Never made a Final Four. Wow. You know what? I realize Sampson never made a Final Four. Okay, now, tonight's trivia question. Northwestern is in their first NCAA tournament this past year, 2017. Now, there are only four teams that have never made the men's NCAA basketball tournament. Who are they? Can you tell me the four teams that have never made the men's NCAA basketball tournament ever? All right, now, we got, can Russell Westbrook get his fourth straight triple-double and win the game? Can Memphis shock the Spurs in San Antonio? And can the Clippers win without Blake Griffin, who's out for the playoffs with a fractured toe? Those questions will be answered tonight. Also, Yankees met. Not happening tonight. They're both rained out. Who, who, who knew? And Dale Earnhardt Jr., I wish you well the rest of the season. Stay healthy, and I hope you win a couple races. I really do. All right, folks. Have a good night. I'll talk to you soon. Peace out.